In this episode, I'm going to introduce you to the six P's of highly productive people. Welcome to Leadership for Startups, where we help entrepreneurs and leaders build businesses that grow and flourish. My name is Toyo Shinbi, your host. Welcome to episode seven. And in this episode, it is a solo cast. And I want to introduce you to a concept that I call the six P's of highly productive people. Why six P's? Simply because all the attributes that I'm going to talk about start with the letter P. But more important, why is this important for you to know as an entrepreneur? One of the things that we talk about is that when it comes to leadership, leadership will always start first with you. But at the same time, as the world is rapidly changing, organizations are looking for more ways to brand themselves as unique or more agile or add exceptional value to their customers. And so it's without a doubt that the companies and organizations that will stand the test of time will be those that hire or develop highly productive people. But that means you need to be that also. And so this is just going to be an introduction to the six P's. And I really want to communicate to you why this is vital, why this is important, why you really need to take this on board. Now, at the same time, these six P's, I'm not going to say that they're easy to always implement, but I can almost guarantee that they are the message for the 21st century leader. Now, there was some research done by Center for Creative Leadership. Uh, it was called the Trends for Future Leadership. And in this research, they uncovered that leadership development is changing. And we need to take a lot of what's going on into consideration. And for me, as a learning and leadership development consultant, I see this more and more about just how important we need to be aware of how these changes are impacting our leadership style or impacting our organizations, impacting how we run things. So there were four specific areas that they identified in terms of trends for the future of leadership. And number one, the first thing was they needed to be more focused on vertical development. Now, what does that mean? Well, they highlighted that there are normally two types of development, what they consider to be horizontal and vertical. And so a great deal of time from their research is that we spend more time on horizontal development. And that would be, for instance, competencies that will spread across so it could be empathy, it could be uh, self-development, it could be this area or that area, uh, these competencies that we might highlight. And what they realize is that very little time is spent on vertical development, and that's development in stages. What they mean by development in stages would be, for instance, there's not much focus on, to give you a classic example of developing a manager from managing others 
to managing managers, from managing managers to managing a function or department, from managing a function or department to managing a whole enterprise. And these are stages of development. And what you're going to find is that if you are transitioning from managing others to managing managers, you need a new mindset to be able to do that. Some quick recommendations on that would be Five Levels of Leadership by John Maxwell and Leadership Pipeline, a very, very good book that really gives you a great idea of how to do that. But this was one of the trends that they observed that we need to move from horizontal development to vertical development. The second was transfer of greater developmental ownership to the individual. And I think this is the one that is maybe the most powerful in terms of what we're noticing in terms of trends. Because people develop faster when they feel responsible for their own progress. But the current model in many situations would be that training is done to you. You need to get trained. But what we're seeing is that when individuals take ownership of their development and you have an organization that has that kind of mindset, that you have a self-sufficient organization. So the current model encourages people to believe that someone else is responsible for their development. For instance, it might, it might be human resources, it might be their manager or trainers. We would need to help people out of the passenger seat and into the driver's seat of their own development. Now, this would be pivotal for your organization if you had a bunch of people that took ownership of their own development then you would be getting to that place like Jim Collins talked about where you have self-disciplined people. And I think that that's where things are going and this is why the six Ps plays into this. That if everybody had this same perspective, it would be to your benefit. The third area was greater focus on collective rather than individual leadership. So this is a trend, again, that we're going to be seeing leadership development has come to a point of being too individually focused and elitist. There is a transition occurring from the old paradigm in which leadership resided in a person or role to a new one in which leadership is a collective. It's a collective process that is spread throughout networks of people. And so the question will change from who are the leaders to what conditions do we need for leadership to flourish in the network? How do we spread leadership capacity throughout the organization and democratize leadership? And so this is one of the reasons why I am very passionate about leadership for startups, because if we can help startup businesses have this mindset from day one to let every employee know that as they're being hired in this startup, they are part of leadership. They play a role in moving that company forward. I think we will see companies not only do greater things, but we will see more engaged staff in those organizations because they realize that they are owning part of their own advancement towards where the company is going. So this that was the third trend. And then the fourth one was 
much greater focus on innovation in leadership development methods. And what they found was that there are no simple existing models or programs that will be sufficient to develop the levels of collective leadership required to meet an increasingly complex future. Instead, an era of rapid innovation will be needed in which organizations experiment with new approaches to combine diverse ideas in new ways and share these with others. So technology and web will both provide the infrastructure and drive the change. And organizations that embrace the change will do better than those who resist it. And so we, for instance, I would encourage more experiential leadership, which is the things that we hear, we immediately try and put it into practice, we reflect on it, and then we take it from there. And that's one of the things that we're promoting, which is leadership is going to be more practical, it's going to be more active, you're going to have to be doing the work, and then having a different mindset towards that is what's going to form the new leadership approaches in the future. So what does this mean? It means that companies, as we are mostly knowledge workers, are going to have to really do away with the old, which is the hierarchical, top-down approach. I am the leader. I have all the answers. I have all the ideas. Everybody waits for the leader to a different approach where each individual in that organization, in that team, sees it as their responsibility to bring something to the table and have meaningful conversations, meaningful engagement, and each person is playing a significant role. So if you're listening to this and you are a startup owner, leader, entrepreneur, I hope you can get this because this is what, first of all, you are going to need to role model. And then this is also what you should be looking for when you are hiring more staff into the organization. doesn't matter at what level, you can always either look for those attributes and, 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 and enhance it or you can develop it from the ground up. So this podcast is to introduce you to what I am calling the six P's of highly productive people. In the next following six episodes, I'm going to be releasing a more in-depth explanation of the particular P that we're going to be looking at. All right. And the plan is to release this on a Tuesday and on a Friday, and we will go through each six of these P's that I'm going to talk about now, and then we'll catch up in the next episode. So what are these six P's that I have identified that are going to be pivotal to your own development in terms of your self-leadership and then the same things that you would then want to pass on to your fellow employees, colleagues, or team members. Number one will be that the person who's going to be highly productive in the future of work is the person that is principle-centered principle center. That's number one. And we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Second, it will be the person that has taken a proactive approach to personal development. They see it as their responsibility to develop themselves. That's personal development, number two. Number three, it will be the person that has asked the question, 
Why? For themselves personally. And that's a person that is on purpose. A person that is clear on their purpose to the best of their ability is a person that is going to be highly productive in the future of work. That's number three. Number four, based on that, that's a person that can easily be a lot more clear on what his or her priorities are. So number four is priorities, you know, knowing what your priorities are. Obviously, as an individual working in an organization, hopefully they've made the right choice then to join your organization. Or if it's you, you are also placing your plans, your future plans in order of priority to be able to achieve your goals and so we'll talk about that at length of how we might need to keep sometimes moving things around because priority is a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly thing. And we just need to know in the hierarchy of priorities where things fit. So that's number four. Number five, based on that, it's going to enable you to be more productive. So how would you be more productive? The person who has all these four things in place puts them in position to be more productive, productive with their time, productive with their energy. And then number six, which is very important, would be having people skills, the ability to engage with different types of people. And in that episode, we'll be looking at ways of understanding different personality types, different attributes and what to look for, what to look out for, what to hear, what to see, and how to be able to flex your own style, flex your own ability to be able to engage with different types of people. So those are the six P's in summary. But what we are going to do, as I have said, is in the next six episodes, we will go deeper into those attributes on the six P's of highly productive people. So it's a short one, but I hope this has helped for you to see not only why this is important. I will have links to future trends in leadership development by Center for Creative Leadership in the show notes. You'll also have links to the books that I've mentioned. And also, again, please go to leadershipforstartups.com, download the 12 essential characteristics of successful entrepreneurs, subscribe to the podcast. Please leave a review, a comment, give it a five if you are enjoying this and would love to connect with you and send this to your friends. If there's anybody else that you feel like needs to know on, know this, needs to continuously develop themselves and any other ideas that you have in terms of what you want us to cover, that would be welcomed as well. But for now, to your success.